The parsha begins. Vayere love Hashem. Hashem appears to Avram the Eloine Mamre in the plains of Mamre. Avram Avinu had a friend whose name was Mamre. Avram Avinu was staying by Mamre. Mamre had a special schos. He gave Avram Avinu good advice. So he was Zoycha Tav the Tzadik. Tav Avram stay by him. And Hashem appeared to Avram, Beloine Mamre. And forever it's recorded that Mamre, this friend of Avram, is to host Avram when Hashem appears to Avram Avinu. Now, here is where if everybody can focus. I want to discuss two words. It says Hashem appears to Avram in Eloine Mamre, Vuhu Yoishev. Now, Yoishev means is sitting. Vuhu Yoishev. And Avram Avinu is sitting, present. Yoishev is sitting. Now we have a Messiah, there's something called the Kree and Aksiv. Aksiv is the way it's written, a Kree is the way we pronounce it. Now the word Yud Shin Beis, this word, we pronounce it. We, and how do we know this? We have a Messiah. Hashem told Moshe, Moshe told Yeshua, Yeshua Vizkenim, down to us. We have a Messiah to read this Yeshev. There is no Nikudas. You can look next time you get an Aliyah. There are no Nikudas in the Sefer Torah. So we don't, the way, it says Yud Shin Beis. We have a Messiah that what it says is Vu Yeshev, Abram is sitting. However, the way it's written, Yun Shin Beis, really, if you say Yoishev, there should be a Vav there. Yud Vav Shin Beis, Yoishev is sitting. So the way it's written, the Ksiv, the way it's written, sounds like it would be Yashav, he sat. Yud Shin Beis should be Yashav, he sat, past tense. And Avram Avinu sat, which should imply he's no longer sitting. Hashem appears to Avram, Vuhu Yashav, and he was sitting. Why only was? Because he got up, because God came in the room. What do you do when God comes in the room? You rise. So, Vayere love Hashem, Hashem appears to Avram. The way we have a ksiv, the way it's written, Yud Shin Beis, should be pronounced Yashab because there is no Vav there. So Yud Shin Beis is Yashab. Avram had sat, Avram was sitting, and obviously is no longer sitting, because once God came, God appeared to Avram, and Avram had been sitting, past tense. He had been sitting. He was no longer sitting. Why? Because he stood up. So the way God writes it without Nekudais, if you get an Aliyah, the story reads Avram past tense. Avram was sitting, but he no longer sitting. But however, Eureka, we have a Messiah. Don't read it. He was sitting. He is sitting. He remains sitting. The way we have a Messiah to read the Torah, it's called the Kree, is to read it as if it says, Yoishev, he remained, he is sitting, not he sat, past tense. So Hashem appeared to Avram, and he remains sitting. Hey, I have a contradiction in the story. Between the way it's written, and our Messiah had to read it, it's called the Ksiv, and the Kree has a Machlaikis, that Avram Avinu stand up for Hashem or not. The way it's written, it says Avram was sitting, which implies once God walked in, he no longer was sitting, he stood up. 
the way we have a Messiah to read it, it says he remains seating even after God came in. So explains Chazal to us the story. What happened? Says Chazal that Yashav Ksiv, it's written that he was sitting. Bikesh Lamoid. Avram Avinu wanted to stand up. Hashem said a chedesh. When Hashem walked in, Savram stood up. Of course, he wanted to stand up. And Hashem said, remain seated. I'm not going on in the Rashi because I don't want to talk what this, why Hashem said remain seated. But I, Avram Avinu wanted to stand and Hashem said remain seated. So now, the way it's written in the Torah, Avram sat, implies that he stood up. Hashem walked in, Avram passed tense, Avram was sitting. Mashmi stood up. We have a Messiah, he is sitting because he remained seated. Because Hashem told him, remain seated. So I have a kasha, Rabbi Yisai. I have a kasha. I have a kasha. The reality is, is that he, was, he remained seated. So why, is it, why do we have a ksiv? He sat. Why does it say he sat? It's not true he sat. He is sitting. He stayed sitting. It says he sat, past tense. He sat. He is sitting. Really, he's still sitting, but he wanted to get up. So the reality is that he stayed sitting. Why is the ksiv he sat, which sounds like he got up? It's confusing. Avram remained sitting. He didn't get up. So it says to tell us he wanted to get up. But he remained seated. He remained seated. So you simply could learn it says past tense to describe past, but he sat, but he is sitting. There was, a, there was like both were true. He did sat. He wanted to stand and he remained seated. The truth is, so then the only thing true is that he remained seated. What I wanted to share with the guys is when Chazal tell us and when there's a pasuk that has a ksiv that says he sat, which implies he stood up, there's a reality that exists that Avram Avinu stood up. It's a reality that he stood. You know what reality? The reality of, that he wanted to stand up. There's a reality of Ruchnius that's true. In the world of Ruchnius, the machshava to stand up, a machshava toivaz mitztaref lomaisa, in that world of Ruchnius, Avram Avinu stood up. There's a whole world that's a reality of Ruchnius. In that world, that's a reality of Ruchnius, he stood up. You know why he stood up? Because he wanted to stand up. In that world, it only fits to say he was sinning. He no longer is sinning. Because there's a reality of Ruchnius. And in the reality of Ruchnius, Avram Avinu stood up. You know why he stood up? Because he wanted to stand up. I'm fascinated. Reb Miller advised people that you get a, a letter in the mail to give tzedakah, Reb Miller advised people to think. You give, you're giving some organization sends you stock in the mail and you send them 20 bucks. Reb Miller advised to visualize I'd love to give them much more. I'd love to give more. I push it Kent. The guy's to support his family. He has other causes. But he says visualize. Ah, I wish I can give them a building. Reb Miller advised. I wish. He said in Shemayim, you're an Inus. You push it short money. But it has to be real. He said, when you win the lottery, the first thing you do is you buy the building that you wish you could buy. But you wish, I wish I could do more. There's a world of Ruchnius, of a person, of a machshava toiva mitzdarif lamaisa. There's a world that's true of Ruchnius. 
I want to say this, and I want to study this in the Torah, because we live in an Alma de Shekra, in a world of lies. We live in such a fake world. And a guy, sometimes you have to blush. A guy asks me advice. He says, Rabbi, this and this happened. You know what the real answer is? Pray. We live in a world that you look like such a frummy if you say that. Okay, okay. People just, oh, I said, pray, Davin. That's the answer. The real answer is pray to Hashem. There's a world of Ruchnius that's true. I want to say something to the Chevra that every Shabbos, I love Kiddush, but before a Yid makes Kiddush, a Yid does such a cool thing. A Yid greets the angels. I always am so intrigued by that. I greet the angels. Oh, keep going, keep going. Why not? Why not? Shalom Aleichem, Malachay Ashores, Malachay Aoyah, Himelech, Malachay Amelochim, Akadosh Barechu, Wawawai, Shalom Aleichem, Malachay Ashores, Malachay Like such a, it's, it's almost like it's not fair because I'm like ready for Shabbat. <laughs> no way. No way, no way, no way. Stop, stop. It's not true. 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 But Sion Shekhar composed that tune. He claims it's his yard side today. Okay. <laughs> oh, stop, stop, stop. Okay, Hashem runs the world. We sang his songs. Let's sing it again. Let's keep going. It's his yard side. Let's go. Let's I don't know yard sites. If Essie knows yard sites, I don't know yard sites. But it's amazing. On his yard site, I've been learning with the Chevrolet 21 years. I never sang Shalom from the guys during the week in 21 years. And on Rabin Sien Shenka's yard site, we sang his song, Geschmack. It's really his yard site. Good. Rabbi say, it always intrigued me. Why are we greeting the angels? Why are we Shalom Aleichem? What are we greeting the angels? We're about to make Kiddush. 
I'm always anxious to get to Kiddush. Well, hold your horses. First, greet the angels. Now, we know that a Yid comes home from Shul. The angels there. And when they're Shalom Bayis, when the home is calm and peaceful and beautiful, so the good angels are Mivarech. And the Yid greets those angels, Shalom Aleichem. Then he welcomes, Bayachem L'Shalom, he gives a bracha. And then he says, Baruchoni L'Shalom, he gets blessed. Tzeischem L'Shalom, he says goodbye to the angels. Always felt that wasn't so nice. Tzeischem, some people, Svardim say, Bit Tzeischem L'Shalom. Who's Svardim here? Svardim, I heard say, Ask if you say, Bit Tzeischem. You know that, Rebbe Nachum? I think they say, Bit when you leave. Already Tzeischem L'Shalom, they just came. Some say it refers to the weekday angels. I'm very Same skeptical. You hold that. It's... Wow. Okay, okay, a little better. Tzeischem L'Shalom is like, get out of I just came. Like, out of here. Some say bit Tzeischem. I sometimes do that. I say bit Tzeischem. That's sometimes do. But anyway, what's with this angels greeting? And I want to say to the Hebra that perhaps, perhaps we greet angels. Kiddush announces Hashem's the Bari Hashem's the creator of the world. That's what Kiddush announces. We greet angels, and it's a reality. There are angels there. But I think in recognizing and acknowledging Hashem's creation of the world, never to think it's strictly a spiritual world. There's a whole world of Ruchnius. There's a whole world of truth of Ruchnius. There's a world we have Ram got up. There's a world, if you didn't see it, it's just because you're blind, because you're so physical. There's a world that Avram stood up. You know why? Because he, because he wanted to stand up. In that world of reality, Avram only was sitting. He's not sitting anymore. Now he's also sitting because there's a Mitzayus that he stayed sitting. But there's a complete world of truth that he stood up. If you're at all skeptical, there's a Mitzayus in, in, in Machshavah Svarim, we speak about the, the ashes of Yitzchak Avinu. But Yitzchak wasn't, uh, he didn't catch, he didn't catch Echter. <laughs> and we describe the affair of Yitzchak, that suburb that's gathered in front of Hashem. There's a world of Ruchnius that Avram was willing to shecht Yitzchak. And there's a world of Machshava Taiva, of a good thought, that's Mitzayar Flamaisa. I think there are times we get very, very, sucked into a physical world, a world that has many, many lies, an alma de shekra, a world of lies that we fall for the lies and we get fooled by lies. There's a world of emes. There's a world of emes. We live in a world who's famous. We look at the middle pages, the big people, the influential, the big tzaddikim quietly serving Hashem, quietly what's doing right. There's a world of ruchnius that's 100% truth. And there's so many things. The guys know about my movie that I want to create. I want to describe a world of Ruchnius. In the world of Ruchnius, a Yid's bracha is very powerful. Reb Miller instructed Yid, and Reb Miller would walk by the mirror yeshiva and he'd give a bracha to the mirror. He'd say to all the young light in the yeshiva, and he walked by. You know Reb Miller would walk by a Yid and he would give a bracha to a lady. He would say that he would give like serious brachas. Where a miller said good Shabbos to another yid, he'd have in mind you should enjoy the cholent this week. He'd have in mind there should be peace and that you're giving a bracha to another yid. 
There's a world of Ruchnius, a Yid's Bracha, has power. Clearly, a Yid's Bracha has massive power. He's a Yidid Hashem, he's close to Hashem. And as such, the Bracha of a Yid is very powerful. So we do good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, a Bracha. A good Shabbos. Shemamish, crinkle your eyes, a good Shabbos. A bracha, the power of a bracha. We have to train ourselves to this reality of a world of ruchnius. I think more successful people are sensitive and attuned to a world of ruchnius, and less successful people are only like very misled by only what they see, not aware of a world of ruchnius. In a world of ruchnius, to ruchnius, thicker eyes, Avram Avinu was standing. You know why he was standing? Because Bike Shlamid, because he wanted to stand for Hashem. Shem told him to sit. Okay, so he stood. He was He stood up. Because In that truthful world, Avram only was sitting. He no longer sitting. It's true that's also a world of Maisa where Avram Avinu remains seated. That's true too. But there's a Ruchniyastika world. I find it fascinating that before we make Kiddush, before we acknowledge the physical world that Hashem made, before we acknowledge we first acknowledge that there's a spiritual world. There's, an, uh, there's a sophisticated deep world beyond what I can see. And then I make Kiddush, thank me Hashem for the world. So I find that fascinating, the Shalom Aleichem, the greeting of the angels before the Yid says, Kedesh acknowledges. Understand as a spiritual world. Understand that spiritual world is highly developed and true and as true as our physical world. As true. As true as the table is as true as a Machshavah As a thought, that's a thought that was a serious thought. That counts. It's very important. I have... I have this year that I'm very mashiv, who had big dreams for this world. And I always debate in my mind, was he successful? Did his dream come true? What he pictured to do for Hashem? Did it come true or not? Did he live out his dream? He had big dreams, this person I admire. I always wonder, was he successful? And the answer to the question is that he had beautiful machshavas. There's no doubt in Eilam Avoy he was very successful to me. There's no doubt about it. We're a people who celebrates the Akedah. Akedah's Yitzchak, an event, a people that has a history of very, very heroic deeds. And the most heroic of them all was only a machshava. was a thought, but it didn't happen. Because there's a world of Rochnius. Machshava Toivas, Mitzayar Flamais. He had a good machshava. That counts a lot. It counts tremendously. So I wanted to share that on the words Yeshev. He was sitting and he is sitting. There exists a world that he's no longer sitting. A world of Rochnius that he wanted to stand. I think it'd be silly not to know about this world. There are people that are celebrated here. It's an Alma de Shekra. I went, I, I, my brother listens to this year. I don't want to be Meirich. I, I went to visit my brother. I was thinking about the precious people in the world, in, in the, in the Lamana Emes, Lamana Emes, the precious people who are servants of Hashem. It doesn't go by the center page of any paper, no matter how from the paper is. There's a world of Ruchnius, there's a world Klape Hashem, there's a world of how Hashem sees things. I wanted to, if we can see more of that which Hashem sees, understand more which Hashem understands, you're doing well. How do you see this world of Ruchnius through the Torah? 
Tzadikim and Chachamim was so perceptive in this world because they saw the world of Ruchnius. It is said on the Chazanish that the Chazanish was able to detect. The Chazanish was able to detect in a room, the Chazanish could detect if Torah was studied there within a certain amount of time. He felt the Ruchnius, that there was something there. There were big Rebbes and big Tzadikim who knew if you went to the Mikvah or not. There was a world of ruchnius. They sensed it. I'll tell you a ma'aseh that's just true, just to give you a sense of the world of ruchs. I want to see, share a ma'aseh with the chevra. This is a hundred percent. There's so many baba ma'asehs. There's a true ma'aseh. There's a rebbe of Acher, and this yeshiva was named for the rebbe. Which rebbe was named Reb Chaim Zanvil? Who just said that? I love you, but. Who, Chaim, we had a guy, good. We had a guy in Yeshiva, we had a guy, we have a guy in Yeshiva, his name is Chaim Zanvalob. He lives in Arizona, a wonderful person, Chaim Loeb. Chaim Loeb's name is Chaim Zanvil because his father learned in Shayashiv. A lot of the Shayashiv people were very close to the Ribnitzer Rebbe. The Ribnitzer Rebbe came from Russia, came from Russia, Malach Hashem Amish. It bothers me, a Bachar in Yeshiva today mentioned he. I saw, I detected a little like almost a bush as a, he mentioned that his family is Russian, that his parents are Russian. I never knew it before I was schmoozing. He mentioned his parents are Russian. Shame on us, shame on us that he blushed a little. Shame on you and I that he blushed a little. Shame on us that he had a like, shame on us. What a, f- only a fool. If you meet a guy in Epis has a Russian accent, you feel detached, shame on you. Shame, what a foolish person. <laughs> Our, everything we have came from Yidin. You learn Mishnah Bru, Rabbi, say. You learn Shmiris Alash and the Chavetz Chaim lived in Russia. You're, you're like me and John, you're Lubavitcher Rebbe. Lubavitcher Rebbe came from Russia. You follow Haredi Yidin. The Sar HaToyra, the chief of all the Jewish people, Rabbi Yashiv, came from Russia. Wake up, Rabbi. Say, Ramayisha Feinstein, the God Ador. He came from Russia. You're just, you're clueless. You're clueless. You're like a guy who... Shame on a guy. He's like so American. He's like we were here for... We're also we're as visitors as him. We've been passing through a couple of countries. We both come from Avramavinu yesterday. Just wake up a little bit. So a guy, a guy has to blush. His, his father is Tatis from Russia. He has, to, he has to blush a little bit. Why was I saying that? I'm getting all upset about that. Oh, Sir Chaim Zan. Oh, he came from Russia. So the Ribnitzer Rebbe, listen to this Maisa. The Ribnitzer Rebbe came from Russia. And he came over and he was a giant. A lot of the Shayasha people were close to him. The, the, the Rev Freifeld had a Shaykhist to the Ribnitzer Rebbe. Now the Ribnitzer Rebbe kept very funny hours. His times were very, very unique. Do we know the Cheshvainas? He had very, very funny times. I, any story with a Godel who has funny times, I like those stories because of my severe handicap and inability. It's funny to say a Musav at a 3.30, Musav at 5, and you have a story about strange times. But because of my severe, don't, don't learn from it, and slowly I'm doing better. I've gotten better with times. I say that sitting here at 5 o'clock giving the 3.30 Musavad, but um, I have gotten better, and don't ever just assume you, you messed up. You could do tshuva. Me being a little better with time should be a chizik to you. But the kitzer is like this, that the Ribnitzer Rebbe, his manim were very unique when he died. And he would ask people to make minyanim for him. 
he had to be ready. It's, it's a long story. He had to be ready. We just lost, recently we had a Nadam Gadol, one of the great Rebbe's, the Skelena Rebbe. See, he, till he did every chesed in the world, he felt he couldn't face Hashem. So chakras can be from anywhere from 8 o'clock till 5 in the afternoon by the Skelena. Because the Skelena, if one Yid still had a need, he felt embarrassed to face Hashem. He couldn't go in front of Hashem. One of Hashem's kids is crying. So till like every, he would, the chesed, the skalena would do, and he couldn't face Hashem. He was nineness. He was so embarrassed. How's he going to Hashem? So till every chesed that he had to take care of, he took care. So his minion also can go from anywhere to eight to five. And he had chasidim who were a part of his army. When he finished, then otherwise he was embarrassed. He couldn't go to Hashem. What's he supposed to do? Shemzuch, he was very, very embarrassed. So he couldn't, like, he'd walk in, he would try, sometimes he'd try to start, then he would run out and, like, do chasadim for another, like, three hours. He just couldn't. He was an eyeness. He was, like, facing the father. He heard some kids crying. You, 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 your host, Viggy, one day comes to your house. He's a whole bunch of kids. You ignore the kids and you just start handling. First, you give a candy to each kid. That's just the behavior, the stam baby. So the Ribnitzer Rebbe, his times were very unique. Lemaisa, he would ask people, he'd have in Mayrib, like there was a range, anywhere from 10 to like 4 in the morning. And he would ask people, they would collect, he had a gabai, he would collect the minion for him, so he could dab him. But Sebra, if there's a Sebra, the Shrina's there. Comes one night, the Rebbe, coll- and the, the, the gabai collects nine yidden to be, to be, so with the Rebbe, the Rebnitz are there, 10 people for Tvil and and they, they're about to start the temple. And they started, man, they got the Shemones. I don't know at what point. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe like, the, the, we don't have a minion. They, everybody's counting, they're 10. The Rebbe, there's no minion. The Rebbe's insisting there's no minion. The problem is they're 10 yidin. The Rebbe seems to, did anybody ever see the book, like the fishermen? There's a Chinese, like, what's that called? They have these, like, myths. Where these brothers lose a brother because they always forget to count themselves. So they count, they're missing a brother, and each guy counts everybody but himself. The Rebbe, like, lost the count. There's clearly 10 people, and the Rebbe's insisting there are no minion. The guy by is like, Rebbe, Rebbe, you count one. Mm-hmm. And he says, Like, I share Rebbe, does the Rebbe want to count? The Rebbe insists there's no minion. So the Gabbai says, Rabbi say, I don't know what's going on. Is everybody a Jew here? Everybody's a Jew. Did anybody hear Davin Maiv ready? So one guy, after the Rebbe kept insisting, so I'll be honest, I Davin Maiv ready. And he said, I thought I davened a very bad Maiv, and I badly wanted to daven the Rebbe. So I figure I'll stick in another Maiv. I'll figure I'll stick in another Maiv. He was tricking. He davened already. The Rebbe sensed the Shechina wasn't there. The Rebbe said, there's no minion. You need 10. It's a big mistake. I'll get this once and remember this all. Guys make, get, make me crazy. I saw guys will do me a favor. They don't daven shmesri. Tefillah b'tzibur, you need 10 yidin davening. At the same time, mind you, could you rush and get up to shmanesri? When we daven shacharis, 10 Jews start shmanesri. Rush and speed. We need 10 people davening shmanesri together for tefillah b'tzibur. The rule is if you have six people, you can say dvarim shebiktusha. You get the Kaddish, you get the Ketusha, but you don't have Tefillah B'tzibur. Tefillah B'tzibur is ten Yidin davening together. See, he only had nine. They were allowed to say the Kaddish. They were allowed to say Baruch Hu, Dvar But Tefillah B'tzibur is ten Yidin who didn't daven yet. And the Rebbe knew it. Now, these are real people who learn Torah. 
There was Ruchnis, the world of Ruchnis. The Shechina wasn't there, the Rebbe saw it. The Shechina wasn't there. As ten peoples, the Shechina. There's a sort of the Shechina there, the Rebbe saw it. wasn't there, Manasseh. He said, mm, there's no minion, <laughs> but that ten. But there's no minion. You can't argue on the Rebbe, the Shechina wasn't there. Because there weren't ten yidin. There's a world of Ruchnis. I want to, there's a whole other Indian on the parish. Vayera is, is packed. There's so much to learn in Vayera. I want to I really speak at the end of the parasha, but the hour is late. There's others in the second seder. So I want to close with one more point. In talking about a world of Ruchnius, in talking about a world of Ruchnius, I want to say like this, that the tyrant describing at the beginning of Vayera, Avram Avinus Chesed, there's a concept that's used a lot. JJ, when it says Avram Avinu's kindness, it says, let, let's read the words. It says about Avram Avinu's kindness, Vayimaher Avram, Avram Avinu rushes, Vayoyimemari rush. It over and over uses the word Vayar Vayoretz Lakrasam, Avram runs, running, running, running. Velabaka rots Avram, Vayimaher last, I say five times, is a lushen of speed, of passion. And and the Yisayi Advarim is chesed has to come from a very, very passionate place, flowing. There's a speed, there's a zrizus, there's a passion. We've spoken many times, the Chavetz Chaim has, he has a letter, Yosef, where he writes about chesed. And the Navi Micha says, Hashem wants three things. He wants Asais Mishpat, to learn and live Torah. Avas chesed, love of kindness, and hatznei lechsem Hashem lekecha. The Chavetz Chaim writes that the ikur of chesed is avas chesed, to love kindness. Kindness should not be yekish. You know like the type of chesed, that's okay, I have to do chesed, and he drives somebody like to the corner and you drop a guy off at the corner. That's like a yekish chesed. Avram Avinu's chesed is overflowing passion, is fire, is a great love, a great drive, a great energy. It's interesting. It says the world stands on three things. Torah, Avodah, and it should follow. Chesed. Torah, Avodah, Chesed. It says, Gmilus Chasadim, acts of kindnesses. Plural. It should say, The world stands on Torah, Avodah, and Chesed. Chasadim means Chesed al Gabi, Chesed, a flow, an avalanche of kindness. Chesed's supposed to be an overflow of passion. The picture of Avram's kindness is not just acts of kindness, it's a sense of this man is on fire. This man is just possessed with the love. There's something going on inside, overflowing passion. Passionate flow. That's the visual of Chesed. The kindness of Avram was not a kindness, a yekish a kindness, where he made a bracha, where he pushed himself to do chesed. It was a, the chesed itself showed a person who was engaged and on fire. This was important. This was a passion. That's the vayaretz. That's the mari. There was a person. If the Torah gives us the opportunity to watch Avram. You saw a man who was flying around. Whoa, whoa, he's into this. Whoa, he means this. Whoa, he's excited about it. What the Torah is presenting to us is not just acts of chesed, it's avas chesed. It's a passion. It's a mission. It's something the person's engaged in in a serious way. That's the picture of the chesed. 
The, we have to figure out ways of ourselves, not just of doing kindness, but it becomes our passion. It becomes our mission. Avas chesed, a tremendous embracing, a lifestyle. I'm born for this. I want to do this. A passionate kindness. We've spoken a lot about the brand of chesed of Avram. We spoke about Avram's appreciation to people. I'm not even describing how to get there right now, but I'm describing what it is. The chesed of Avram is one of overflowing passion. There's just this fire, there's energy to his chesed. It's a tremendous drive, that, that's where it comes from. The Torah wants us to be aware of this. I want to say, I want to say something about Azaras, about a person who has Rizos. There are people in this world who do actions, but they're disconnected to their actions. It doesn't become part of them. It's not who they are. The Messias Isharim, if you know about the Sefer Messias Isharim, the Messias Isharim is a step-by-step guide to the service of Hashem. The first step is a Zahir. Learn Torah. Maybe Lodeziris. Zahiris is a guy who lives Torah and Yiddishkeit. He's careful Torah and Yiddishkeit. Ozaris is a guy who the external actions are inside of him. He lives what he does. He's passionate. It's a mission. His external actions are deeply connection, connected to who he is. He's built. In yeshiva, we're very careful how a person's constructed, not skipping steps. We want the wave shalom. Often when we find people skipping steps and faking and all different things that are not built in a healthy, comfortable way, you have a person doing important deeds. They have Zahiris, but they're not Azaras. Azaras is a person whose external actions are deeply connected to an internal value system. He's connected. There's a fire inside. It's important to note, Avram Avinu, when you saw his external actions, it came from a very deep, profound place. There was a passionate person. There was a fiery person. He said, whoa, you watched Avram. The Torah allowed, the Torah does not give extra words. Every year we get to see Avram serve these three people. You saw somebody who said, whoa. You know, it's funny, you see a guy on the court, and you see a guy playing a certain way, you know he wants to win. Well, he means this. He's, you could tell from his action of how he's playing what he's feeling. To watch Avram Avinu's kindness, to have box seats as the Torah allows us to, you saw a person who externally was doing actions, and there was a tr- it came from a very, very deep place. What was the clue to that is the way he was flying around. Nobody runs and moves like that unless... Imagine a guy, somebody says mencha, he hears mencha, it's three or five mencha, and he goes from the dorm and you say the word mencha, he just flies to the base medrash. He flies here, he like takes off. Wow, you're serious about this. That's what you're experiencing when you see Avram. Now I want you to know there's a trick, that if you run, you can come to feel it. That's a trick. If you do what somebody would do who is passionate, you'll come to be passionate. I want to, that, that happens to be a true trick. But the Torah describing Avram, I don't think is necessarily teaching us the trick. It's teaching us the passion. To watch Avram function like this, you would have asked, if you would have been there, said, is he okay? 
What's with this guy? If you are watching Avram, he's running, he's flying. The man just is post-surgery. It's three days post-surgery. And he's flying around like a wild man. He's filled. He's out of control. You would Who is... What? And the only conclusion is he loves these people. This is serious to him. This is a passion. This is a mission. That was the sense upon observing Avram. And the goal of us all is to create an inside, is to build what we do externally to build an inside as well. And the external action should come from a passionate place. You do this by careful construction. We are possible, we're very, very possible, with thoughtful step-by-step to externally serve Hashem, and it can come from a very, very passionate place inside. Now, there is a mahalach of chitzonius meritus apnimius. There is such a thing. But I first want to speak about the value of getting the pnimius, of getting the inside, of being passionate. Avram Avinu's kindness came from a very deep and profound place. Anybody observing Avram, you had to conclude, wow, this guy holds the people. Oh my. That was the only conclusion. He's flying around this tremendous love on the inside. We're striving for that kind of kindness. We're striving for that kind of service of Hashem in external service that comes from a very deep, panemiastic place. It's called the Zariz. That's the definition of Zariz. A guy who's a Zariz is on fire. You get there by building comfortably, smartly, and healthily, step by step. Don't skip steps. If all you're shooting for is chitzanius, is external, and you don't care about internals, then force yourself to do maizim. We have to build smarter, slower, more carefully, more steady, because we're shooting for Avraham Avinu Madregas. An external service that very, very clearly comes from an internal passion, a fire that exists on the inside. That is the madrega all of us are striving to achieve. So I want to speak today about this world of Ruchnius, the world that goes beyond action, the world where Avram Avinu stood because he wanted to stand, the world of Lev, the world of heart, of Gmilus Chasadim, passion, unleashed passion, a world where we're trying to build, bring our insight into the action. You can imagine we have to build smarter to get that. We're not just shooting to be nice to people, we're shooting for Avas Chesed, a love of kindness. Where it's my life's mission. It's what I'm born to do. I'm into this. I'm engaged in this. I think it takes smart building for us to get there. We sometimes might find ourselves not doing a chesed. I'm not ready to extend yet. We might find ourselves learning to gain the midas that cause avas chesed, an appreciation for people, an appreciation for kindness ourselves. But the goal is to engage in chesed, but a chesed that comes from a very deep place. Avas chesed, that is the goal, that's the goal of us all. So that's what we, a big Indian in studying this, this part of Avram Avinu, all of us are striving. Avas chesed has to be a mission. Passionate kindness. Passionate kindness. I like, I always like, I have seen people in learning say a goyness. They say a goyness, a brilliance. I have seen goyness in chesed. Brilliance. I have seen brilliance in kindness. I have seen people be kind brilliantly. You have to take, you have to take pride in your chesed. In People look and steiging. I see a bacher steiging. So he's learning much more hours. 
he's, he's, he's learning much more hours. He's davening much better. Take pride in your chesed. Take pride in your, you're more sensitive, you're more thoughtful. There's such a thing as goyness and chesed. The people that are brilliantly kind, if you watch what they do, how they do, when they do, there's brilliance and kindness. Literally brilliance. We have to value it. We have to want it. We don't want to just do chesed. We want avas chesed. It's our passion. It's our mission. We want to become better chesed doers. Avram Avinu was the spitz. Was the spitz bal chesed. He was, he was passionate. He was on fire with chesed. Us, his children, the people he prayed for, the nation he asked for, we have to, we have to imitate this point of avas chesed. So that's, that's a mission for us all.